Welcome back to the Choosing Simple Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Fuel. If you're not quite aware, the Choosing Simple Podcast is about modern day life and how we have to actively choose simple every day. Modern day life can be hard to navigate, but even a simple homestead life can be, well, not so simple. In the Choosing Simple Podcast, me, Amy Fuel, talks about embracing emotions and real life in moments of motherhood, womanhood, and this homesteading lifestyle. Simplicity doesn't just happen. It's a choice we have to make every single day. And so whether you're a tired mama washing dishes at 11 p.m. or a woman gardener battling bugs, this podcast is for you. Let's talk about real life. Let's talk about choosing simple in today's podcast. Now, as many of you know, this is a brand new season of the Choosing Simple podcast, and I'm in a season of life where with a newborn and a toddler and a teenager, as of this month, the end of this month, um, I am just in a very busy season. And so podcasting is easier for me, but more importantly, it it's easier for me to focus on giving little tidbits of wisdom that I have um, been taught or that I've discovered or that I just want to share with you. Um, that's hard to do in a blog post sometimes because I'm really anal about editing them and editing them a thousand times. And then by that time it's taken me four days to do a blog post and the same with the YouTube video. And so I am loving podcasting in this season of life. If you don't want to listen on the podcast, you can also watch the podcast on my YouTube channel, but that's not why you're here. You're here to listen, not to listen to me blab on about the podcast. So today I want to talk to you about something um, that is really interesting. So our our Sunday school teacher actually taught about this last week at the making of this podcast. It was last week. And it was really an aha moment for me. Um, these are things that I kind of knew, but I really didn't know. And it really convicted me. Like it really made me stop and realize how important it is to be submersed in God's word. And I am not, I have been in the past. I am not currently. And even though I have been in the past, I still don't know what the Bible says. Ah, that's a hard truth that most Christians um, don't want to admit, but I'm going to be the first one to admit it. And today I'm going to show you why. Uh, our Sunday school teacher used this as a really good example, and it's something that is really prevalent in the homemaking world right now. Um, a lot of times, uh, so as a marketing person, I've been in marketing my whole life, I am very, very aware of trends. Uh, when one person or leader or influencer starts saying something and then all of these other people jump on board, that's a marketing trend. Truly, that's a marketing trend. And so um, one of the trends recently, and I have touched on this on my Instagram and gotten so much hate mail for it. Um, and I, yes, I know my husband and I were supposed to record a podcast episode about submission, and I still plan on setting him down and doing that, uh, submission and marriage. Um, but when we got ready to record that our lives went crazy with getting pregnant and literally right after that, like the week after that, I found out I was pregnant and then we went into conference season and then we went into moving. And so we have not had time. We, we recorded it before we left the old house. And then when we moved, I lost all of the audio. So, um, yeah, we will sit down and record that. But one of the big trends right now is 
it, literally word for word, I can tell you, and all of these influencers are using it, that Eve usurped, which most people don't even know what that word means before this influencer, I guess, said it. Uh, Eve usurped her role over Adam, and that's why there is sin in the world, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. That never sat right with me because that's not the Bible that I read. And so we were going through Genesis and uh, in Sunday school, and the question is, do you really know what God said? Do you really know what the Bible says? And this is why it's important to hide God's word in our heart and know what the Bible says. So I'm going to give you an example of Adam and Eve. So in Genesis 2, 15 through 18, I'm going to read it to you. It says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Okay, this is in Genesis 2. Eve wasn't created yet. Eve had not yet been created. Uh, and she's she'll be created right after that. Because right after that, in verse 18 in chapter 2, it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So the first part of this is God told Adam not to eat from the tree. God actually never in the Bible told Eve not to eat from the tree. And so therefore we, we can assume that Adam told Eve that this is what God said. There's the first thing. Okay. So in Genesis two, 22 through 24, I think it's really important to point this out. Um, so right after Eve was created in verse uh, 22, it says, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. And for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. So that's really important. This is something I talk about a lot. My husband and I try our hardest, and actually we really don't even try much anymore, um, to be one, to be one in everything that we do. And this is a joke that we have between ourselves. Like if I've bought snacks for myself and my husband is eating them in the kitchen and he says, we're one, what's yours is mine. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we do this all the time. But I think it's really important, this part, to remember that Adam and Eve were created differently, but they were created to be one flesh, one together. It wasn't Adam dominating Eve. It wasn't Eve dominating Adam. They were together. They obviously had different roles. They were created differently, different abilities, um, different you know needs and wants and desires, but they were one, and they complemented each other very, very well. But now we're going to get into the fun part, okay? So in Genesis 3, this is where the serpent makes his appearance. So Genesis 3, 1 through 3. I want you to listen very carefully with me, okay? It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Okay, so what's the issue here? Our Sunday school teacher asked us this, and I just kind of sat there for a while. I was like, I don't know. I mean, she told him the truth. And he looks at us and he goes, did she tell him the truth? Well, no, she didn't. And she said that if she touched the tree... 
and all versions say that if she touched the tree, she would die. But that's actually not what God said. God said, if you eat from the tree, you will die. Not if you touch the tree, you will die. In Genesis 3, 6, um, it says, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. In the beginning of Genesis, um, it talks about how uh, the trees and everything that God made in the garden was pleasing to the eye and it was good for food. And so it's reiterated in Genesis 3, 6, she thought, oh, well, it's pleasing to the eye and it's good for food. So that's what we'll do. We'll eat it, right? Eve knew that truth. She knew the truth that it was pleasing to the eye and it might be good to eat, but she didn't know the truth that she couldn't, she could touch it and she wouldn't die, but she shouldn't eat it. And so in Genesis 3, 6, I think it's really important to point out that Adam was there with her when all of this happened. Because in Genesis 3, 6, it says she also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate it. And so we, we like to talk about how, you know, Eve usurped her role. We also like to talk about things we don't know in the Bible. Because here's what's, what we've already learned. We probably didn't know, didn't even pay any attention that Eve said that if you touch the tree, you will die. Well, that's not at all what God said. And that her husband was there with her. So two things are happening here. One, we can assume that Adam either didn't tell her the whole truth or over-exaggerated the truth because maybe he just thought, I'm just going to tell her not to touch it and then she won't bother it and be done with it. If that's the case, that caused, that's, that's not a, a whole truth. Okay. That was only a half truth that caused animosity between the wife and husband. The wife questioned her husband because the serpent said, do you really know? that God said that? Do you really know? Did God really say, those were the words of the serpent. Did God really say that? See, the serpent knew that Eve didn't know what God said. How often, how often in our lives does the serpent know that we don't really know what God said? Whether it's learning from a, a source like Eve did, we can assume Eve learned from Adam about the tree. Because she didn't learn it from God, because if she had, she would have known that only if you eat it, you'll die. Not if you touch it, but if you eat it. And the second part is, Adam never corrected his wife. Adam knew the truth. Adam knew that if you eat it, you'll die, but not if you touch it. Why didn't Adam say, no, 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 that's not true, only if you eat it? Why didn't he step up? He never corrected her. How often do we do that in our Christian walk or with our spouse or with someone we know or love? We, for, we, we just choose not to do anything. We choose not to correct and give the whole truth. Could it be that Adam told a little bit of a lie and he didn't want to get caught in it and he just went with it? And furthermore, Adam wasn't deceived, okay? This is why in the Bible, in 1 Timothy 2.14, it says that the woman was deceived. Not the man. The man knew the truth, okay? Now, we like to, <laughs> we like to use that verse because we like to act like women are just so much more dumb than men. 
<laughs> and that's not why this verse is in the Bible. Again, do you know what the Bible says about this? Do you actually know? In 1 Timothy 2.14, it's talking about quietness and full submission. Uh, this is another topic for another day, but I want to read the verse 14 to you. And it says, and Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. Hmm. If you ever wondered about that, why, well, why wasn't Adam deceived? We talk about how the woman gave him the fruit and he ate it. So some people teach that Adam didn't know it was the fruit of the tree. No, 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 that's not what First Timothy says. First Timothy said he was not deceived. He knew, he knew exactly what he was doing. But Eve didn't. And the serpent caught her in that. When he said he knew, remember the serpent is crafty. And I can tell you in my own life over the last two years, what you think is crafty you have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. The serpent is the biggest manipulator, especially when it comes to words and emotions and feelings. I want you to understand that because it's not some little devil with a pitchfork walking around trying to deceive people and you're like, nah, I'll see him coming. No, you won't. You won't see him coming at all. And he'll ask you questions like this. Do you really know that God loves you? Do you really know that God said this? Do you really know that you're, tr you know, this person is trustworthy? All of these things, more than anything, the serpent causes you to question everything. This is why it's so important to know truth. Truth doesn't change. The word of God does not change change. We try to change the word of God to fit our lives, to fit our culture, to fit our lifestyle, but it doesn't change. That's the only thing that's constant. What God says is constant, but how do we know what God said if we don't even read our Bible? Furthermore, how do we know what God really said if we don't really read our Bible? How many times have we read the story of Adam and Eve and we still believe, we still believe the lie that Eve usurped her role over Adam. That was her main reason. That was the main reason for sin because a theologian said, well, this word probably means usurped because yada, 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 you know, whatever. But we, we forget these little details because we don't read the little details and we don't think about them. We blindly follow fallen man and their concept of what the Bible says instead of actually truly diving into it and reading it ourselves and picking it apart piece by piece and then cross-referencing it with itself. And this is a great example of that and it's scary to me. I don't know, is it scary to you? It's scary to me to know that I have read this a hundred times and I have never really thought about this. Really. I never really thought about Adam being created and God telling Adam not to eat from the tree. And then Eve was created and then somebody had to tell Eve because she knew, but she didn't know the whole truth. We just read that. She didn't know the whole truth. It wasn't that she lied to the serpent. That's not what the Bible says. It says she gave the serpent her truth, right? Because she ended up being the one who was deceived. We know that because in first Timothy, she was the one who was deceived, not Adam. Adam 
knew the truth. He knew the exact truth. Eve did not know the whole truth, which is why the serpent started with, did God really say? Because he knew. He knew she didn't know because she didn't hear it from the mouth of God. Hmm. That gives us a little more insight as to why we, we are commanded to test all things with scripture, all things. We are not to just blindly follow a pastor or an evangelist or a prophet or whatever based on, oh, they're really cool and I like them and they're a good person or they have a huge following or because they're really smart. They seem really smart and really wise. Well, yeah, the serpent was really wise too, because he knows every single scripture in the Bible. We don't think about that. Do you know that Satan knows more scripture than you? He has memorized every scripture because he knows God intimately. That's scary. That's scary to know that, that that's what we are up against and how easily manipulated it can be. And we are over here, especially those of us in America, just living the high life and compared to many people in other countries. And we are just like, oh, yeah, I'll know. I'll know when the Antichrist comes, right? I'll know when Satan comes knocking on my door, right? Yeah, I'll know because I'm an American and I read my Bible maybe once a week, maybe once a month. Um, and yeah, I know. But do you really? Do you really know? So this week, that is this podcast episode. I'm going to kind of leave it there because I think it's really important to encourage you to dive into this yourself and really understand what the word of God says and challenge you to read the word of God. I'm challenging myself at the same time because I need to read it more too. We're going to dive more into this topic, hopefully over the next few months about submission and marriage and all of those fun things. Um, but until then chew on this and pray, pray that God guards your heart. Try to guard your, your heart with knowing the word of God. And, um, yeah, it's, it's important guys. Don't get caught in the fire when you could absolutely, absolutely battle this with the word of God and knowing what it says, let him guide you, um, and be intimate with the Holy spirit. You can go back and listen to the last podcast episode and learn more about that. All right, guys, thanks for joining me this week. And as always, don't forget to choose simple. <laughs>